Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Gabe. And we're the, the Ghouls, Ghouls Next, Next Door. Door. And this is a, another special episode because we have a super special guest this Jeff. time. It's Jeff. Hello. Hey, Jeff. Hi. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Hi, Jeff. Thank you for being in our, in our house with us. <laughs> he left his house to come to our house to be social. Most of the time. Oh, this time, that was just straight from work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff and so I, I work together. Left work. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and I work together, and we have bonded many a times over horror movies and video games. So we thought, why not talk about two of those things together? So we're going to talk about horror video games. Woo. So spooky stuff. So there are lots of horror video games. We've yes. played many. But we specifically convinced somehow Jeff to come over and spend time with us to play a specific video game until dawn, uh, which is for the PS4. Uh, so we watched him make some possibly terrible decisions. He and still doesn't know. He doesn't know all the decisions that he's made and what the consequences are because you're catching a mid-game. Yeah, we can't even do spoilers. Yeah. No. Can't. You just can't. It's okay. And, uh... We'll talk about it in the present of what you, where you are in the game. Not in my ruin throat. your life. Yeah, and we'll just let Jeff <laughs> rant because he feels a certain type of way about it. Um, but let's start out with, as we usually do, some personal gaming stories because we're all gamers in a way or another. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kat, you want to tell us about video games of the horror? Yeah, so, I mean, video games in general... I started playing them because I was like, my dad likes those. I'm cool, too. Look at me be cool. And then my stepdad also played them. So it was just, like, all the, like, cool people in my life were like, yo, I play video games. If you want to hang out with me, you'll do that, too. Or watch me do that. I was like, cool, I'll do that. That's fine. Video games are cool, yeah. Yeah, so then it was also, eventually became, like, a fun thing that I also played. Because I was like, I want to be cool, too. Look at me. Well, what's, like, the, the horror video game that you remember from growing up? Well, we always played Resident Evil. I, like, mentioned that the other one, that he, like, loved to play it. it weird hours of the night, I guess, because, like, that's when kids are usually asleep, so, like, that's when it's appropriate to play Resident Evil, but the joke was on him, <laughs> because we would always stay awake to watch him play Resident Evil. And it would always start at, like, 10 o'clock, he gets his ass cream, which is ice cream. Yeah. He said ass. That's gross. And then, <laughs> and then and we all, like, set up on the couch. And he he would play like through the Resident Evil games, and he took it like super seriously. Like he took notes. This was before you could just like look up all the cheats on the internet, watch a YouTube video, and like be like, oh, I know how to play the game now. So he actually had to solve all the little codes and stuff that were in the game, and it was fun because like me and my stepbrother were like trying to help him, but we were like seven, so we were not good at it. It's not like our logic was better than his logic as a grown adult. <laughs> So we were, like, sitting there, and we'd usually be, like, terrified. So, like, we'd be, like, oh, no, like, hiding behind each other or, like, a pillow as, like, these zombies would attack him. And I think sometimes he would give us the controller, like, as a funny thing. <laughs> and we'd be, like, no! Yeah. Like, throw it away. And then, like, he would have to just continue to play. But I never, like, to this day, I still have a really hard time playing those kinds of games by myself. It, like, freaks me out. Yeah, horror video games should definitely be played with other people. I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, because if you're by yourself, you're like, is this actually real? It's like watching a horror movie by yourself. Yeah. Like, you gotta be in a certain mind frame, and you just gotta, 
you got to be a certain type of lonely to put yourself through that kind of torture. I remember one time I was watching uh, The Hills of Eyes by myself. By yourself? By myself in my room. It was pitch black. I have like this big like queen bed and like in the center of it. And we had like, I don't know, but it just was super loud. I remember I was like sitting up and there's like a part where the guy's in the bathroom or like the outhouse and there's the guys around him and you hear like, daddy. Daddy! And it sounded like it was literally right next to me, and I was like, that's enough of that movie today. <laughs> Gonna go watch some cartoons. Uh, and that's how I feel about horror video games. You need to play yeah, other games. People like, need to be there to experience the shit, you know? Yeah, I, that's why I don't watch intense shows by myself. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. It's like, you need someone there so that when you're freaking out, you know you're not crazy because they're freaking out too. Yeah. And then also, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, I think with horror video games, it's it could convince you to want to hang out with people because you're scared. And you're like, usually when you're scared, you're not like, I want to be by myself. That sounds great. So the murderer <laughs> can find me easier. Yeah. Like, or I like, won't be, I have enough people to defend myself or like, <laughs> so for Jeff, my introverted friend, yeah. just watch a lot of scary movies by yourself. And you'll be like, Oh my God, people, where are they? <laughs> I need to establish a group to protect me from the scary. And it just, it, that's the cure for, you know, introverted. Solve the world problem. So to, to watch horror, yeah, just Jeffrey. watch scary shit by yourself. Yeah. You'll be like, no, I like people now. <laughs> Depending on what kind of scary you're watching, if you're watching like realistic horror, then it's probably I don't trust anybody. I'm gonna go live in the woods because <laughs> there's murderers everywhere. But yeah. if you're thinking like psychological, like scary stuff, like ghosts and shit, you'd be like, no, nah, I need to find the people so we can fight back. Okay. But yeah. I like horror video games. Still do. I play many of them. I've played them with you. Yes. And we played Until Dawn. And you still don't even know. You don't even know. You still don't even know. Your life is alive. She's seen Gabe going in on me about how much I did it. Yeah, I was like, you don't even have a right to your opinion. Yeah, she's just like, I I don't even have the steam for this rant that she mentioned earlier. (laughs) um, Because she took all the wind out of my sails. That's okay, I'll play it (laughs) Telling me that I didn't have the right to my own opinion. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> you have the right now. to Jeff. This is why he doesn't come over. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's totally fine. And uh, I... Yeah. <laughs> um, but since you're talking, why don't you talk about uh, horror video game experience? Like, what is the first one or the most memorable one that you're just like, wow? Um, so the first one was indirect. And this is when I really was not about horror. Um was this game was on the first PlayStation and I believe it was PS1. called Nightmare. It was it was something to that effect and I from very, very vague memories you were playing with some guy that was like a uh, like a mage or like a witch hunter type guy, you know, living in modern era and he's like fighting all kinds of you know, supernatural things and I, I remember looking at him it's funny now because graphics, right? Um, but I remember looking at it and just telling my mom, like, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. Like, I'm, I'm scared. And she was like, well, you shouldn't be, you know, playing those (laughs) kind of, like, I wasn't playing it. I was watching, you know, I think my father play it. And And then she was like, I don't even think it was the full game. I think it was like a demo, you know? Uh, I'm named after my dad. Okay. Then she would be like, Jeffrey. Yeah. It was, uh, (laughs) it was a bit rough. And honestly, I remember playing a little bit of Resident Evil. And the reason why Resident Evil didn't scare me so much was because it was slow and my child brain couldn't process how to play the game. 
Yeah. Um, I did not. I'm Resident Evil purist, you know, come at me if you will, but I <laughs> did not have much of an appreciation for Resident Evil up until 5. Uh, 5 and 6 specifically, um, because to me, those were realistic and, and more realistic in movement. Um, mm. If I have these, like, um, chemically altered crazy ass mutation like situations coming at me from all angles all the time i'm not going to like kind of walk or pep step everywhere and then like plant my feet and not move anytime i need to shoot it just made no sense to me it's very um, and you're always by yourself and it was very very easy to get caught into a situation where you just might have to start the level back over I have a I have a memory of um, having Resident Evil, I believe three or somewhere about uh, for GameCube. Never played it. It came with two discs. I mean, yeah. it was the only game I ever seen. <laughs> that was uh, not only game. Sorry, it was the first game I'd ever seen that came with two discs. Yeah. You know, and I was like, this game is that long. Um, and my <laughs> dad had started playing it. Tried to take uh take over from where he left off, and couldn't do it. He he had no like no health left his uh guy was holding his side he had a knife that was like four inches long (laughs) and um yeah no ammo really and you you could look all around that room you could pull drawers all day long nothing was really in there except the letter that meant nothing to you you know for, for that part of the game and then you walk out into the hallway and it's filled with zombies Oh, God. Filled with zombies. So, very, like, very, mind you, very slow-moving zombies. Yeah. But the hallway was narrow, and there was nowhere for you I to go. I dotted that dead one. Yeah. Zombies, and all you could do was just, like, <laughs> like this yeah, little, like, you're definitely this little horizontal, slow, I'm dying movement, you know, and it would be, like, dead. Yeah. So, I wasn't about that. I wasn't about that life. Uh, having a partner, that was when they introduced that in Resident Evil uh, 5. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, made so fun. much more sense. So much fun. Being grabbed and eaten around in that, please roundhouse this thing off me. <laughs> <laughs> it's having yeah. saving opportunities, having it be co-op so that you could play with a buddy. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. that, that was just next level for me and apparently not everyone appreciated it, but whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I no, thought it was like cool. My co-op. brother visited, my younger brother, Cole. He visited me, and we played that. We played Wrestling Evil 5, like, together. And he thought it was the coolest thing. We were, like, killing zombies together. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm the cool person now, <laughs> introducing video games and corrupting <laughs> children with my video game times. Yeah. Watching yes. things they shouldn't be watching. And, Let's go. And now, I mean, no one's talked to me about Resident Evil 7. No one's came. No one's I watched, like, videos of it. It was, like, scary. Yeah, it looks scary. It looks, it looks like scary. they went back old school-ish, yeah. but then it's first person? Is yeah. That, is that right? Yeah, that's a that's that's a I, bit different for Resident Evil. I did such like a young person thing and like watched someone play a game like on YouTube because no, it's like the fun. thing that people do. Yeah. I was like watching them play it and I was like, this is fucking scary. Yeah. Like things move. Like you go in one room and you come back and there's something else different. Meaning like someone went in there and fucked with that shit uh-huh. in the game and like that's just like psychologically scary in and of itself. Uh-huh. Like if you're home and you put your cup there and you walk out of the room and you're home by yourself and your cup's somewhere else, yeah. you're like. No. Nope. What the fuck? I mean, for me, I always do that, but like for just because I forget where I put things, and then I'm convinced. I'm insane, and then so. there's ghosts. Yeah, well, that's like, like I really like to watch that guy, cat. I think you sent him to me. The black guy who like plays horror video games, and he's just like 
a typical black guy at the horror movies where he's like, oh, <laughs> hell no! Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is that? Like, is his reaction is the best. Horror, we can't a horror be game with the Oculus Rift? Was that him? He might have. I don't know. That I've was, only watched like a few things that like cats. And that was so hilarious. If he is the guy, you gotta look him up. He's playing some horror game on Oculus Rift and it's just, it's so absurd because I'm like, he's braver than me. Yeah. Like if, I, if I wasn't recording, you know, for a YouTube video, there's no way I would be able to get through something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely <laughs> need, like, a following. <laughs> um, well, my horror video game obsession came with Silent Hill. So, the Japanese horror game. And it was the PlayStation? Yeah, I'm pretty definitely sure. Definitely PlayStation. My I don't know if it was one it or two. in front of us. It's just, like, lots of that. I think yeah. this was a kid experience, like. Just people's fathers, yours or others. Oh, yeah. Just did bad things by playing video games that were inappropriate in front of each other. No. Video didn't have any, video you just did it on your own volition? Yeah, I didn't like, have yeah, a father. Video games. <laughs> well, no, I didn't mean like upload. that, but like other people had dads. Yeah, no, they didn't play video <laughs> games. What's up with that? Uh, no, I. But I mean, like, I played. Silent Hill. So my best friend growing up, uh, Miranda, was obsessed with Silent Hill. Like, the lore and, like, the real place that it's based off of, which has, like, there was um, mines, and they, like, collapse, and they're still burning. So it's, like, a town of ash, and you can't live there. Like, they have to evacuate. Yep. We should go there We should. We're living in Yes. Oh, my gosh. We need to go. And she, like, yeah, she was super obsessed with that, and she would, like, watch the videos on YouTube of people doing it, and it was, like, our whole thing. But I played with my best friend in high school, uh, Olivia, and we had this rule when we played where... When we it was we would take turns, but what would happen is if you got too scared to continue, you would throw the remote at the other person, and they had to pick it up and they had to play for a while. Like you couldn't be like, oh no, back to you. Like you had to play. So there'd be times where like you're about to go into a room and you know that shit's fucked up, and you're just like ah, and the person's like, I hate you so much, <laughs> but you had to like do it. And with Silent Hill, the original co-op, the yeah, <laughs> yes, the force co-op, pop it extreme. Let's go. <laughs> The worst thing about Silent Hill is that it's, like, it's just a bunch of scavenger hunts, and it's super tedious, so you have to, like, you go to, like, the hospital, and you go to the third floor, and you go to room 21B, and you go in there, and you find a strand of hair, and then you have to go down to the hotel, and you go to, like, the first floor, but you have to go to the seventh room, and then you'd find, like, candle wax, and all these things, like, would help to create things to help you get out. Meanwhile, there's, like, the most terrifying fucking things coming after you, like, the nurses, and everything's twitchy, because it's Japanese, so it's, they all do, like, the twitch, twitch walk at <laughs> you, and they do it really fast, and it's, like, weird noises, and then there's fucking Pyramid Head, who's got, like, his giant, like, weapon that you just drags behind him so you can hear it just like and you're like fuck and then the rain it's a whole thing so it's like you definitely needed walkers because otherwise you're just walking around the entire town looking for one piece of thing that could possibly go to another piece of thing that you might have overlooked so it would be like literally we'd have like the walkthrough that's like please go to room blah 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 in this random house and find the key to a lockbox no we just went on like I'm still stuck on this candle wax and hair bit. Yeah, no. Would, <laughs> I'm going to make what? Yeah, it would, and it would be like some weird contraption to like get a key or to get something. And it's always like the keys led to a lock that was like across town. It's like, why? 
what is this town that no one just has the things together? Um, but I remember one of the, the best parts was we were uh, playing and we were like, I think in the like a hotel or a hospital was one or the other. And there was like a gate. And on one side of the gate was uh, Pyramid Head. And we were on this side of the gate. And he couldn't get to us. So it was like this time where like I just started taunting him. Because he's on the other side, so he can't do anything. I was like, what now, bitch? Like, oh, you can't get across a gate? Like, oh, there's just a lock on here? You can't cut it down with your big-ass fucking sword? Like, what are you doing? And after that, like, just pretty much going ham on him and, like, laughing at him for being on the other side, we were no longer afraid of him. And he would come up and we're like, oh, Mr. I can't get through a gate showed up again. <laughs> and for that, we were, like, unafraid for the rest of the games. And so we, I'm pretty sure we beat it, but we did definitely need a walkthrough. You can't play that game without a walkthrough. Silent Hill t- yeah. 2, I believe, was, like, our go-to. Yeah, I remember when I was little, like, I don't know, I didn't use the internet to look up video games, so I don't know why, like... Maybe because I started really young. Yeah. So, like, that there wasn't a thing that you could do. Yeah. So, I would, like, go to Barnes and & Noble. And, and buy like expensive-ass books. No, I wouldn't buy them. I would steal. Oh, no! I would steal the book. I would take a notebook with me. Okay. Find, like, the part in the book. And just, like, write stuff down oh. for when I went home. And I was like, this is my research. I did more research on this than I did on being a witch. Like, let's go. Yeah. Put down my <laughs> cheat codes. Hit X, triangle, X. Yes. Oh, yeah, up, down, codes. up, Remember side. That? Classic. Whatever. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but I would do that all the time. I would, like, I wouldn't look up a walkthrough on the internet. Because wow. I, like, didn't know how to do that, I guess, because it was, like, I was younger. Cheat code CC. Yeah, like, when I got oh, older, oh I mean, that's how I got my Sims cheats and that. all that stuff like that. Oh, my God, Motherload. Like, once it Rosebud. started, yeah, like, that's once... the best website. Once the internet was, like, for it, it was, like, all the time. <laughs> but, like, I think, like, in that small threshold where that wasn't a thing, and when, like, you couldn't be on the computer while someone was on the phone. Yeah, like, that whole situation. Or, like, my mom would be doing work on the computer, I was like, well, I can't go on it. There's only one. It's so slow. Yeah. It's huge. Well, someone needs to make a call, you have to abandon everything that you were doing. It has the loudest startup noise. <laughs> seven, yeah. seven steps. Yeah. Seven steps to get to the internet. <laughs> and there's yeah. a guy running. He's not running. <laughs> that man is dragging himself across the ground to get to his destination. <laughs> but yeah, go to fucking Barnes and Noble and be like, eh, this is it. It's too late. Too late. Boom, put him, put him. He is so fucking casual for a guy to murder him. Like, just like with a little Yeah. Pet. Here we go. What the? He has a machete holster just in his jeans? Like, just. Yeah, been looking for one of these. <laughs> Hasn't got any use in a while. No! But it's. If you can cut your own fingers off with it, that means it's still useful, Mike. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about um, history of horror? Unless we've kind of already touched on it. We touched on it a little bit. Uh, basically, what the internet has said to me is that Resident Evil was one of like the first like real survival horror video games, um, and that that's what kind of started push towards that being something that was really interesting. Like, the game came before the movies, as mm-hmm. far as I know. Yes, it was like well pretty ac- like well before, yeah. and that like that was basically like people like loved them, like even though they were like weird and like really uncomfortable to play because like. The people were very unrealistic, and everything was so confusing. 
Resident Evil. Oh my god. Like nothing was simple. It was awesome, you had yeah. to just like walk. it was similar to Silent Hill in that way. Yeah, where, like you just fucking had to wander around I'm everywhere. Why? Yeah. I have a that I, memory I do have. PS One trapped in the mansion. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. I go straight to the front door because that's what logic brain says. Open the door and there are these like. They almost look like raptors. I guess they were meant to be like the mutated dogs. dogs. Yeah, they look dogs. like raptors to me. Yeah. And I was like, and they could, and you're just like, oh, poop. Close <laughs> nah. the door. And then they wouldn't let you open it again. And I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that would not happen in Resident Evil 5 and 6. Because you would be versatile enough and you armed enough to just So they just made like, the challenges a little harder. To let them have it. Yeah, they made logic. it hard. Yes, yes. They wanted you to really... Mm-hmm. They, it really was survival in that way. That they wanted you to use your brain more than your, like, your skills and abilities. Yeah. To, like, your physical abilities. Wait, what gets me about that game, though, is it's like the puzzles were so weird. Like, in real life... There's yeah. not going to be a weird puzzle that makes you put a gem in a statue and then secret weird steps appear and you have to go yeah. underground to fight this underwater monster. Like, it was the most ridiculous shit. It was but like, it was definitely because it was like, this is a video game of the well, time. Yeah. And that's it wasn't trying to be real, I guess. I guess that's the point. Yeah. 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 Every yeah. game was puzzles. Inside a mansion. Lara Croft With was just puzzles. <laughs> it was just puzzles in a cave. That actually, that's why I stopped playing Lara. I couldn't. But I hated Lara Croft. It got a little too weird. It got a little bit more Interesting. I got At least the way she possible ways that she could die, those got way more interesting. Like speaking of like Resident Evil, you know, and kind of spinning off into horror and everything. They one of the last Tomb Raider releases um, actually reminded me of Resident Evil Five and Six, and that actually and kind of a little bit until Dawn kind of reminds me a little bit of it too. And that when you miss that button, <laughs> that very very crucial button press. He, someone, oh, yeah, like, someone's going happens. to get choked yep. or they're going to get impaled or mm-hmm. they're going to get an Uzi in their face like point blank like, yeah. and that's just it yeah. <laughs> start Reactions, over yep. checkpoint <laughs> yeah. I think that was like a really cool thing that like a lot of video games have started to do to make them more realistic with like how actual life works where like if you fuck up there's a consequence yeah. it's not like, like you can just be like oops video games. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people like that's like you can't fall off the cliff because mm-hmm. there's a yeah. barrier mm-hmm. or like you can't like if you're running and you miss the thing it's just yeah. like a glitch it doesn't go <laughs> you just keep going yeah. so like you know what i mean some like, of them are unexpected though like yeah that tomb that tomb raider one that i like the very first time i died in because i didn't play it from beginning to end mm-hmm. i just thought it was interesting she escapes the temple, and this is early in the game. She escapes the temple, and she's sliding down a, a waterfall-like situation. And it's like, you have control to go left or oh, right. Oh, yeah. And just all of a sudden, I'm going... And... Like... Like, <laughs> okay. she, it was like some, like, sharp rock. Just, like, straight through, like, her oh, sternum gosh. area. And she just gurgles and kicks the bucket. That's and horrifying. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, ouch. Oh, Sorry, Lord. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> it means Oops. Very much con- Sorry. I don't know how I was supposed to see that coming for the first time. Uh, <laughs> out of the darkness. Well, now as, you know. As you go careening, like... So they die all the time. So that's what life is. Just, like, shit happens. It just, just, just happens. You gotta be constantly vigilant. Yeah, sometimes you just don't see it coming. the dangers. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. Going forward. That shit's real. Mm-hmm. One of those yeah. moments where I really wish that there was, like, a button you know, like we were playing a video game is when I was walking to an Uber outside of our house and the curb on the other side of our street is way higher 
than the curb on our side of our street. So I was like, stark sober, started walking like with authority to this car. <laughs> and I like went to get on the one side and it like there was someone in it. So I went to get in the other side and I hit the curb with my like foot because it was higher than I anticipated. Yes. And I went full face flip. <laughs> no. And the guy gets out of his car like, oh my God. <laughs> Are you okay? That's he probably thought I was like super. Retarded. Like it was a little late. I was like a little drunk. Yeah. Like, like, he probably thought I was a little drunk. I was. He probably was like, "This girl doesn't need to be going to a bar right now. Yeah, <laughs> she needs to turn around, <laughs> go back inside because she can't. She needs help. Where's her helmet? Pre-game too much. Where's the person who watches her? <laughs> yeah. Where's her? She's gotten loose. Where's the person responsible for this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or it would have been really cool if I just hit triangle at the right time that I saved you, myself. It's called having... What, wait, what is it called? Reactions. Reactions, what is it? Instincts. Yeah. Hand no. coordination, reflexes. Reflex. I'm not That's the word. You have no reflex. <laughs> it's, it's called something. I knew that yeah. much. Don't face it. I just go around and bump into things. I'm covered in bruises. Woo! From just, like, existing. Just life. Yeah, you know. Same. I got you. I know how it is. Life just out yeah, to get us. It would have been cool to like just hit a button and be like, oh, I saved it. Cool. Yeah. There's not even like a moment where you're like, oh, I can fix this. I don't know. For history, I did briefly want to, and you'll probably have to rope me in because you know how I feel about him, but H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Just because there's several games that have spawned because of his writing. So you have Layers of Fear, or you have Amnesia, or there's like a game... There's, like, Lost at Sea or something. Well, it's, like, it's for... So, what I find very interesting about horror video games and what makes them so scary is that you're put into that role that we're so used to just kind of watching other people be. So, like, when you're watching a horror movie, it's that person that's making all the terrible decisions. Like, that's the guy who runs up the stairs instead of out the front door. And you can always laugh and be like, don't do that. Oh, why does she keep tripping? Whereas, like, obviously in these games, you're the one who's doing that. You're the one who opens the door and there's crazy-ass dogs and you have to close it and now you're forced to go somewhere else. Or you're the one who, like, didn't hit triangle fast enough and now you done tripped and you're dead. So you're put into that place where you have to make the dumb decisions once it, like, progress the story. And because you're also not faced with, really, any choice and... What I think is very interesting, specifically about H.P. Lovecraft, is that I don't even know if you could really call them protagonists, but the the narrators of his stories tend to be just like average people who are maybe like a historian or a wealthy guy who spent time in the Congo or just like a random guy whose car broke down and he has to go and ask for help in some random sketchy house. Or a uh, has-been artist who is trying to... Uh, create his masterpiece of life and uh, he was unfortunately too old and senile to really navigate his own mansion. Yeah. And that's, well, that's just that's it. That's layers it's, of fear. <laughs> everyone is. Um, I've never played it. It sounds weird. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's like all Lovecraft, like Lovecraftian games are like that where you take a normal person, stay alive. So mm-hmm. stay alive is you're just a, yeah, you're a journalist. And you go to investigate something and you're in a mental asylum and someone has escaped. But there's like this this situation in Lovecraft where it's a normal average person, a regular Joe like us, who is then confronted with this like impossible evil that is just, there's no way to defeat it. There isn't. And the one, the the um, antagonist in all of them is yourself. In that like, you're going insane. 
you're afraid of the dark. There's, like, most of the time things aren't even coming at you. It's just the, that you're existing in this super stressful space that you're now terrified. So that's, like, the whole kind of genre of, like, Lovecraftian horror is that it takes forever till you're even, like, confronted with the big guy and he's, like, Cthulhu or the Yellow Man or, like, anything that's, like, literally otherworldly, gigantic, yeah. fucking impossible. To, there's just, like, you seeing him, you're dead. Like, you're instantly mad. Like, you're just gone crazy. But it's, like, the entire story is actually you leading up to that and how you're slowly losing your mind just from, like, reading shit you shouldn't be reading or, like, going yeah. places in dark, cold basements you shouldn't be in. And these games force those people to do that, and you're equipped with, like, a camera so you can use the flash to see light or you have like maybe a stick but most of your most of the time with Lovecraftian games it's all about hiding (laughs) in appropriate places in time and like navigating around crazy people or situations like you don't even fight and that's what I think is really cool about them I uh to elaborate on the layers of fear um one of the things that that hooked me about it because I'm not about that being helpless and having to hide all the time like so I quit stay alive very early on after being beaten to death with like a lead pipe or something. Um, but with layers of fear, there are just a, a lot of things to, to appreciate about the game. For, for one, I don't, even though I'm being placed in s- stressful situations, the story is still progressing. You're realizing that, okay, this is all a mind game, I'm going insane. Mm-hmm. Um, the character just can't really cope uh, with reality is very much like uh, what Kat said earlier about putting a cup one place and then you come in and it's somewhere else except for probably put them well beyond their limit of acid and that's what <laughs> Layers of Fear has going on is just rooms are morphing things are shifting they're melting they're coming back and like oh. you're rotate. you can be in a room and you can just rotate and as you get back to where you were looking, so it's something's just totally different. Like the door is now a window, or it's oh now just God, a just no. a straight up wall. And that the, sounds like a game that would trigger like <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah, and this and it feels more about the story. You're finding clues and pieces as you're going along, and honestly, even the uh, like the sound design of it also is. Um, I have to say, I appreciate it because you're moving. Uh, he, yeah. I, he, he, I guess he has like a cane. You don't know what your character looks like, but you're you're made to assume maybe he has a cane yeah. or he has like he a bad hip or a hobble, and his footsteps sound like a heartbeat. So as you're like oh, yeah. as you're walking and moving, you're creating. You're adding to it. You know, yeah. you're it stresses to, you out. You're adding to the stress. Yeah, your own movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Like so amnesia good. when like you're freaking out. The worst worst for me as someone who has anxiety is when the person's freaking out and then they start breathing heavy and they're yeah. like <sighs> I'm like, oh my god, am I having a heart attack? <laughs> like you're no, I'm not even in this gate. Like there's literally nothing happened. It's just getting dark and they're like, Oh, oh my god and I'm like, No, oh my god, what do you mean? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> like, can you keep it together for us? 
Like, yeah. I need you to just get your shit together, sir. <laughs> yeah. You've been programmed to act this way. Yeah, how dare you. Get your shit And, like, together. that's a part. Like, that's, like, again, you're the antagonist as well. Like, your fear, your mind. Like, you can't even trust yourself. You're the unreliable narrator, and you have to play through it. And that adds to it, and it's crazy, and it has a new element that, like, you're not going to get from a game like Halo. Like, you go that for a different kind of thrill. Like, I think that's what's really cool about horror video games. For people who like horror, it's, like, the next level because you're it and you're stuck and there's no way out. So, you believe you're the crazy psychopath out in the woods. You have, like... You have a huge curvy ass, and we're just gonna go out there and just uh, raise, raise tensions. And that's how they were going. They were knocked in the temple with books. Read me! <laughs> God, so needy. It's also a house in the middle of the mountains that no one goes to, so I don't think we can really. Yeah. Like why? With all the, it's so big. Ooh. This isn't shit you need for me. Here we are. So, you played Until Dawn. I made you play it. And I'll just give a nice little brief intro about what Until Dawn is. It is an interactive uh, survival horror adventure game by Supermassive Games, apparently. Um, And it's for PlayStation 4. And the reason it's specifically for PlayStation 4 is that it does use the PlayStation, like, move situation. Mm. So, like, you haven't super dealt with that yet. You did have, like, the pad where you have to swipe, but it's also, like, later in the game. You You can't move, and the game will know when you're moving, and you'll see, like, the little symbol of, like, the... It looks like an elongated triangle on the PlayStation, and you'll see it, like, match. And if you move out of it, you see it, like, moves. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, and then something kills you. So that's why it incorporates that in there. Um, but it is, the story takes place in actually Western Canada, wow. as this document says. Uh, and it centers around a group of eight terrible teenagers. So terrible. Who, well, some of them are decent. Some of them are decent. Eh, really them, like, like literally two. Yeah, <laughs> it's like two that we can live with. And it's like, uh, they are returned to this, uh, to the Blackwood Mountain, which is, like, a skiing resort that no one is at because it's, like, the middle of the winter, but it's also, like, abandoned for some reason. But they're coming back during the anniversary, as always, it's always an anniversary, of the disappearance of these twin sisters who used to be their friends, and it's the brother who invites them there, and then shit gets crazy, and there's, like, a psycho coming after them. And you have to live... You have to change off and be that person and make decisions as that person. So what, like, I remember, and kind of going back to the idea of, like, you have to be the stupid person in the film, is one of the very specific scenes where I was like, this is amazing, was when you're walking and you got sexiled, you're Mm -hmm. Jess and Mike. So you're Jess and Mike, the hottest Mm -hmm. couple in town. Uh, Jess is the greatest ass. Greatest ass, yes. Uh, And Mike is a dick, and it's great. And I was definitely playing up, like, I definitely was like, I'm going to play these characters as these characters. Because they give you traits, they give you attributes, Mm -hmm. they pretty much are like, this is a role you need to fill. But it's like, you kind of learn as you're going that people will react differently when they're in stressful situations, so you have to think about that. 
but you're still like, who am I? So it gets kind of like, you get to be role-playing a little. Mm. Um, but I played Mike as a dick, but I remember there was a specific time when you're sexiled and you, you have to go to, like, you're in an awesome mansion that has a bazillion rooms, but you have to leave through the woods in the middle of the cold, like, and it's the longest journey ever. It's like a, like, to the next mountain over and you're like walking and there's like a part where you're just walking down the path and there she's like doing snarky remarks and they're flirting with each other and then there's like fire just like randomly <laughs> in the corner it's like and you hear like this crazy scream sound and it was like I stopped and my like I personally Gabe was like I'm gonna turn around and go back to the house because that's just crazy and I'm not gonna be out here with this lady like that but then I was like walking. I was like, I can't go back. I'm not allowed. I have to keep going forward. I have to keep propelling the story. And I was like, oh my god, I'm the stupid person that sees like a blatant alarm, like mm-hmm. fire, and I'm just like, eh, here we go. Gotta go have sex in a cabin. I'm a stupid mm-hmm. teenager. And um, so uh, that's kind of like insummation. What until dawn is is that you play as stupid teenagers. You try not to die. Uh, it's all reactionary, so like really high intense situations are happening, and it prompts you to hit a button, whether that's triangle or X or whatever. And if you don't hit it quick enough, shit happens, and people like Jess end up murdered by accident because Gabe has bad reflexes. Of course, Gabe killed Jess. You will live with that for the rest of your life. You <laughs> awful worthless. <laughs> I just hit the wrong button. <laughs> I didn't want to kill him. It was so real though. Like okay, so like. That was so stressful in the moment when you had them like hung up like that and you had to pick who the fuck was gonna die. It was so upsetting. Oh yeah, that was Ash. Uh, whatever. Who's Jess? Which Jess is the Jeff? black one that falls, falls down the thing. The one who Gabe apparently got out of her clothes. Yeah. And then allowed her to be. Brutally oh, you murdered. did kill Jess. I'm yeah. still mad. Yeah. I mixed them up, but still, it's very yeah. stressful. It was very stressful to pick Ashley and what's his name, Josh. You picked Ashley. All I, I know is that like everyone was really upset. This one just died. No, I picked Ashley, but it didn't let me. And it was so much better because like Matt Trowers was there and he was just he just like screamed it like it was a real person. (laughs) Yeah. That you had just killed. And it made me feel so bad. Like it was like that was the moment where the world ended. It was literally because I slipped on a rock. Like, when you're running through, like, over that river, I slipped, and it took me a second, I face-planted the curve, I didn't hit triangle fast enough, and she was dead. I didn't, it didn't even matter that I ran faster later. Well, you know, well, these are obviously semi-spoiler alerts, but hey, I think that you wouldn't have been able to save her anyway, right? Because I did not slip. I just got to see her last moments of breath before she fell into darkness. So, yeah, but she fell into darkness. Yeah. And she wasn't naked, so I don't know. Actually, maybe he did kill her. Maybe she just like, died of hypothermia. No, was she like was straight up blizzard. dead. She didn't have a jaw when I got to her. Oh. Yeah, she was very dead when I found Deep. her. So there's different levels of death as well. Wow. You're slipping on a rock gave him enough time, or so it enough time to just take her jaw rip away. her old. Yeah, M- Gabe mir- killed Jeff. <laughs> mirrors. <laughs> But that's going into movies or in video games. Yeah, we're going to do these terrible mirrors one time. Wow. But yeah. But it wasn't intentional. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to live, and I went back and I played it again. Yeah, yeah. Those um, I Resident Evil five and six actually uh, gave me a term to coin those moments uh, as quick timed events and uh, QTEs are. are Cuties. Yeah, cuties. They're not. They're fucking rude. If it, if, it makes, <laughs> if it makes it easier to 
you know, refer to those uh, going forward because, hey, yeah, there's a lot of that. They're very critical. Yeah. <laughs> As you were saying, I'm going to have to be still. Yeah. I, I think even those count. Um, yeah, that definitely counts. But I, pre- I mean, I appreciate that, that kind of stuff. And one of the things that has me the most excited, uh, despite my having already killed half the crew, uh, is <laughs> um, it's satiating that void that's been left behind by heavy rain and beyond two souls Mm -hmm. not particularly in the horror realm more the suspense thriller mystery Mm -hmm. Uh, but still that option that choice to be the person and to make the not dumb decisions or to make the dumb decisions and to you know see what happens they it's a little more rigid (laughs) than just a teensy bit a little more rigid than heavy rain and beyond two souls but actually i can't really say beyond beyond two souls and until dawn kind of feels similar and like the decision making things that you do but beyond correct, beyond two souls is amazing. There, there is a little bit more freedom at at play there. But heavy rain has even more freedom because you're playing uh, among four characters who are all interconnected, but at the same time doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like Crash, yeah. <laughs> but in video game form. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, I um I think it's the game does a really good job of making you hate the characters right from the beginning because they're all like snotty teenagers, mm-hmm. and they all like even some of their redeemable qualities are like not enough to sustain you. Like they specifically made Emily the worst character that's ever existed. Oh, yeah, she's like, and it's like so in your face that she's wrong. Like I straight up chose to kill her like before that it was always an accident like i accidentally killed jess i didn't want to but i like looked matt trowers in the face who was watching me and i was like that bitch is going down and when i had the opportunity i just jumped off and she was gone and i was like fuck you um and what i really love about this game is that you even as like a viewer change because you start to feel differently even about the characters and you'll like if we have time after this you can play some more but it's um it's crazy, uh, the story, because that's what it is. It's a story-driven game. And those are something that, like, I love a lot. That's why I love Telltale games. Like, mm. I love The Walking Dead, oh, yeah. even The Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands is fucking awesome. I haven't done Walking Dead yet. Oh, my gosh. No? I still need to play part two of Batman. And then, um, like, uh, Wolf Among Us mm. is amazing. Oh, so any story-driven where you're making decisions and it impacts the rest of the game, those are the kind of games that you want to come back and then you want to play some more. Um, but although Jeff is only halfway through, uh, barely, and has not gotten to the, the thick of it, he is feeling some type of way about what has happened yeah. in his game. And I'd like <laughs> to give him the floor to finally talk about it. And I won't shut you down. You know what? Feel the way you want to feel. <laughs> it's okay. Because I'm excited to see when, how, how much you feel right now. I'm excited to see when it all comes together and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, after our off-the-record conversation, I've, <laughs> I've started to process more. So I'm not as inflamed. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one of the things that kind of stood out to me and really just simmered uh, for a while was the part where I last left off, which was making a, a decision 
um, to try to save one of the other characters. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I had an option. It was either jump or try to save the character. And they're on a very, very haphazardly balanced uh, tower that's ready to fall at any moment. And I tried to save them, even though they were saying very rude things. Um, <laughs> my character was trying to tell this person, um, I'm, I'm trying to think. And I'm being she, calm and collected. you know, she's saying, you know, don't think, <laughs> just save me, you idiot. And, and in the worst voice and, ever. And, and oh my god, voice. why don't you save me? Not that. Yeah, that voice. Save me. Whatever word, like, describes that voice, that, that right there. Why don't you want to save me? I'm beautiful. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I try to save her, and it, it shakes, it kind of teeters a bit, and it's like, oh shit, it could have fallen just now. Do you want to jump off or do you want to try to save her? You know, and of course, as I'm saying this, you know, most people who are listening are probably like, well, why the hell don't you just jump at this point? You just had a choice. Yeah, the thing's her. rocked. And <laughs> so are you really going to try it again? You should jump. Uh, but in the moment, uh, I was playing, as Gabe said earlier, to the character uh, that um, he is, which is very compassionate um very like sort of he comes off very tender-hearted he's supposed to be like you know football star you know tough guy jock type but he's not he's he just has the varsity jacket and that's about it he's you know as tough as a flower petal and Aww. um <laughs> and so i try to you know play to that and have him save this very terrible person so i try it a second time and it starts <laughs> teetering again, and it's like, oh, it's going down this time. And so he jumps of his own accord. He's like, I'm not going down. He jumps off, and he knocks himself out uh, jumping off. It looked very terrible. I was like, what? why? Why did he just decide to take a cat nap? I didn't see the impact on his head or whatever. <laughs> he just jumped off and went to sleep. Um, well, and the tower falls, and the person you were trying to save just goes, falls into an abyss. Maybe she's dead, maybe not. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, and she wakes up, and it's like, okay, yeah, good, Matt. You, you're alive. Get up and dust yourself off. And he is uh, kind of coming to, and before he really gets up, he's grabbed from the back of the neck, like his jacket, um, and dragged. Just dragged, I'd say, maybe 20, 30 feet. He's reaching, he's tussling, he's trying. No QTEs uh, show up <laughs> for you to try to save him. Uh, and he you are forced to watch as he, as he continues to try to struggle to get away from this unknown figure. And off in the distance, you see meat hooks hanging from a cavernous ceiling. And he is then lifted into the air and his i had to look this area of the body up his mandibular symphysis area yeah. is the part like between your chin and your throat uh it's kind of how you hook a fish think about that is jammed and impaled <laughs> on top of one of these meat hooks and you have a now at this point a top down view of matt as uh you see the hook Hanging out of, like, sort of protruding from his open mouth. Um, you then see his mouth pull with blood as he then chokes on it and his eyes roll into the back of his head and then his arms fall and you are then left with that 
uh, wide shot image of him dangling. The thing that left me the most heated about this is there being a person of color, <clears throat> there has always been a stereotype of you know black people or people of color being killed off first in horror movies or definitely if they're not killed off first they're definitely not making it to the end of the film i i sort of had that that feeling of like why wasn't i as a player allowed to do something where was my little triangle or my x prompt uh in that moment to give him a you know give him something to to get away i felt like up to that point I had had a moment to uh, sh sort of shift the tide a little bit. Maybe it's, maybe it was just all you know false. It was all just a placebo. But I at least had that feeling of being able to interact and like hit a button and stop that person from tripping or stop them from slipping or you know what have you. And in this moment, it was just there was just nothing. And it's like no, he tried to save someone. He failed. He jumps off. He he's knocked out cold he gets up and he well no sorry he wakes up he doesn't get to stand and then he's dragged and impaled on a meat hook plain and simple that's just it done why because you tried to save someone that was just uh it was very it felt very bad-handed in, in the moment and uh given the time and everything that was actually my stopping point like so that was the image that i went home with in my head as he is the only character of a uh, dark skin in the in the game uh so yeah i was i was i was pretty heated and uh you know gave uh had her own way of taking the wind out of my sails um <laughs> about the situation and uh making me look forward to just uh seeing it through to the end and uh yeah so yeah and you also uh had texted me right afterwards that you realized that the women just kind of fell into an abyss Mm -hmm. And the men died gruesomely for you. Yeah. And yeah. like I said before, my Jess didn't have a jaw. And she was the first person to die under my watch. Mm -hmm. So one, it was a woman, and it was hella gruesome, where she was in her underwear, she's missing a jaw, because I didn't get my ETQ, or QTE, mm -hmm, QT. Yeah. And, but, <laughs> and that's just what I would say. I was like, you, you're on the right track of thinking about that, of thinking about the way that these people are dying. Mm -hmm. um, because nothing is as it seems. So at this point in time, just know that everything is a lie in your life. Although I do want to mention that Matt lived. When I left that bitch, yeah, I, he lived. He was not impaled. I was okay. <laughs> so yeah. it and he made it to the end, I'm and, pretty sure. And Jess kept her jaw. So yeah, on yeah, my game. Yes, right? exactly. And I did not leave her naked and, you know, totally freezing to death with a missing jaw. I didn't do it on purpose. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I was just very You sweet. did get her up out of her clothes, with that, which I did not. I did, because uh, I'm smooth. I'm smooth <laughs> operator. So she, she might have had a couple seconds of pleasure before dying very, very terribly uh, and alone. Whereas I found her uh, alive. <laughs> and then she Bef fell. Before she fell into an abyss. Uh, which, they, you know, there's something interesting going on. And, you know, it's kind of like what Gabe said with uh, the cake is a lie. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just trying to, uh, I'm just trying to figure it, figure it out. You know? Yeah. And I think what's, so this game is very much like you're, it's, it's reactionary and driven by your choices, but it's also like not because you're as a, as that character, 
like, obviously, if you're being that person, you wouldn't know everything. Whereas, like, when you're watching a horror movie, we get to see other points of view sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, you're, you're solely just kind of figuring it out with them. So, you're, like, they're being lied to and you're being lied to. Like, you're just taking it in as, like, you're giving it. And, again, it's, like, that kind of unreliable narrator where it's, like, you don't know what's going on. You don't know who the bad guy is. And, like you said, you're already suspicious about who it is that's killing people. Like, how are they doing this what's happening mm-hmm. um, why do they have like yeti hands one moment and then they're like a normal person the next and they have like crazy strength uh you know <laughs> like yeah. I, i'm gonna reach through solid glass and grab you by your whole head and pull your entire body through <laughs> the window frame that's like you don't do that the perfect size is like your <laughs> it's your width you know, like, but I'm gonna pull you through it with one hand by solely your head, uh, you and yet I'm gonna now with one character run after this thing, and this thing is now not looking like a thing; it's looking like a man. I'm like what? Um, so definitely something that has me uh, intrigued, and I'm looking for, as my father would call it, a Bruce Willis twist. Uh, so it's like an M. Night Shyamalan twist? No, it's Bruce Willis twist, you know, kind of like, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Sixth Sense, but like, he's a ghost all along kind of yeah. thing. Apparently, so that was like a, apparently that was like a theme with Bruce Willis. He, like, all, like, his movies just always have a crazy twist at the end where it's just like, what? Interesting. But, yeah, so. I just know him as like the grumpy cop. Just the grumpy cop. Just yeah. the diehard guy. Well, like, not, no, he's just always a grumpy cop. He's oh, not just diehard. It's I all see. the time. Um, <laughs> but what, another thing I like about Until Dawn was the, um, is the interludes where you're, you, it's either you as a player or someone in the game that you can't, you don't know. Like, you don't know who it is. And at first you're like, it's me, the player that's being, um, um, who's in a counseling session. So you have a therapist who's, like, asking you questions, and he's super creepy. But it's depending on those choices that you make, it impacts the game even there, like, minutely, where it's, like, if you say you're afraid of spiders, all of a sudden there's spiders. And even, like, the room itself, so next time you visit him, there's different elements in the room that are spooky according to what you said you don't like. So if you say you don't like gore, things are gory now. Whereas, like, I noticed, based on the choices you made in the uh, um, interview, that some of the che- scenes were slightly different. I, I do find it intriguing, the little psychology tests uh, that I try to fake out. I'm always trying to fake the therapist out. Um, you know, if I is like, are you afraid of snakes or are you afraid of spiders? And I'm like, hmm, I'm afraid of spiders, but I'm going to choose snakes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm going left at every turning corner uh, <laughs> just to try to see what happens. Um, you know, or is it going to realize I'm faking it out and throw a spider my way anyway, or is it going to do something totally crazy and unexpected? Ah! There goes my face! It's already ugly, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your lips don't match, so... You can probably knock them straight, honestly. Yeah, put your lips right back on the face. You're being a bad serial killer. All you do is just, like, knock me out. What if I wake up? Yeah. You put him to sleep? You put Josh to sleep? Is that what... Oh, no. Josh, They're just sleeping. Josh happened. was cut in half by a butt saw. That was, uh... He's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, of so sorts. So, it'll be... He's he made Jess. Gabe killed Jess. Yeah. <laughs> or it's 
Chris isn't funny because we all agree oh. that even though it says in the <laughs> description that Chris is the funny guy, funny. he's not he's funny. So that would be if you didn't like it. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm going to come Mandibular in like I don't know if that's actually right, but it's something. Ah, I wouldn't want that. There's something up in there. Listen, if anything on my body has a name, I don't want it impaled. Yeah, basically. Once you name it, you just... Yeah. Like, I don't want it to die. That's why they say don't name an animal. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to name an animal mandibulous... No, Betsy. Uh, whatever. Syphilis. Whatever it's called. It's not syphilis. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, is it Gabe, Gabe Kill Jess. Jess? You did. You did do that. <laughs> okay, You're listen. Live with that for the rest of your life. <laughs> you killed her. To relive her. She life. didn't have to die. She did. I went back. <laughs> uh, and, or, uh, Chris isn't funny, because even though that's like the first thing they say about that kid, he really wasn't funny. It was so terrible. He was not funny at all. I was like, at that point, I was convinced you guys were making me play some horrible like teen movies. That's, that's what it's supposed to be. That was the horror. That's what it's But it's about. actually getting decent now. But at that moment, that was the like turn it off moment. Yeah, because like, that was like, the horror. Do you like like something else on Netflix. so shitty that you're just like, oh yeah. god. No, you're supposed to this help. This is torture. I'm so scared. Is this my life forever now? Yes. <laughs> Chris um, just talks and I'm just like, yeah. Uh, do you like Ashley? <laughs> Let me shoot at this bird. <laughs> oh, Whatever. That faux hog though. It's terrible. All terrible. But. So, Why did but they the- cheat on Mindy? <laughs> no. He looks just like that guy. He does look Um, But overall, your feelings about horror video games. Is it Gabe's kill- Gabe Kill Jess or Chris Isn't Funny? Oh, definitely Gabe Kill Jess. Yeah. I feel like it's, um, it's not always easy to do. Uh, there are, I'm pretty picky. Uh, there are definitely a few that I've picked up and started, like, stay alive. And uh, I can appreciate what it is, but I can't, it's just not for me. And uh, it, it will take more effort than I'm willing to invest. Um, but then every now and then, there's just that, there's that one, there's that layers of fear that's like, this will be very anxiety-driven for you, but, you know, hey, so you don't actually have to worry about dying, and when you do die, it's because you were meant to die, because you're going insane and not actually dying, so... It's a reward. Go oh, for the ride. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just Death is it. a reward. Yes. <laughs> Come for me, sweet, sweet death. Life is but a brief wind. Yes. That, you know, yeah. something like that. Yes. Something to that effect. Some little candle. <laughs> Blow it out. I don't know. Yes. What about you, Kat? No, you did kill Jess. But okay, also, cool. I really like video games. <laughs> okay. I just wanted everyone to know. <laughs> <laughs> Let the world How know. guilty you are. Um, She's in our basement. What? I like video games. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I said she's in her basement. I said you murdered her and put her in her basement. Because you're the killer the whole time. The games, games. Shh. That's the that's the that's twist. That's the trick. No, it was Gabe. Not well. I leave you here with her. <laughs> you, she said it was me who was gonna be her. <laughs> that's the trick. And she tricked you. Yeah. So you got your guard down because you're like I'm not gonna I do, murder. I do have some theories about it, specifically because of where I was allowed to have a stopping point. I like those. Do you like them? <laughs> yeah, it's <sighs> Gabe killed Jess, but she didn't mean it. And she went back. 
to the very beginning and played through that all that terrible exposition mm-hmm. and dealt with those rotten kids so that she could save Jess. She worked her butt off. Jess had a nice ass. Though, she so got her. She did. She yeah, she really did. Ass. Yeah. Of all the characters, of all of them. It was really sad. That's, that's why you're allowed to get her that's, naked. That's well worth the exposition. <laughs> yeah. All over. So again. you can go get sex communicated. What did they yeah. say? Oh, sex communicated. It wasn't sex communicated. It was sex dialed. It was sex dialed. No, okay. <laughs> I was like, no one says sex communicated. Like, it was like, like, like sex communicated. Like, like we're going to like, remove you from the church and send you to <laughs> yes. hell as we have sex. <laughs> You're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I roll. I don't know about you guys. Um, but yeah, I just, I I think it, it it's like you said, it's an adrenaline junkie thing, which is what... Like, my obsession with horror comes from is that adrenaline. Is like, that's why I go to haunted houses and I overreact and I scream, even if I'm not really scared, because then you get more attention. And then I have way more fun. Because a lot of my screams are immediately followed by hysterical giggling. And that's how I feel about horror movies is like, if it can make me scream or jump, it makes me laugh. Because it's like, wow, you did that thing. Because it's me. not real. Then you yeah. feel bad a little bit. Yeah, you but scared. you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never did it. It's fine. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. I, I typically bypass the screaming and jumping and straight into the laughing. And so people yeah, sometimes yeah. wonder if, if, if I'm all psychologically there. I just can't. I just can't help it. Like sometimes things are certain things are like so well done, and like people react to it in a certain way that I'm just like I just can't help but laugh. It's just like it's so funny. To it's me. like someone being murdered, and you're just like, oh, yeah. How about the music? Yeah, yeah. That's basically it. That's yeah. That was definitely uh, just like just uh, just to grab like a quick memory uh, example was uh, oh shoot what's the name of, um Cabin in the Woods Love Cabin it. in the Woods I think that's the one where like he walks in and the chick is like sawing she picked up a piece of like broken mirror she's sawing her skin off and the guy <laughs> with the glasses comes in and he's, he's just like ass. oh my god what are you doing and he like he's like back up and he slips either on like some blood from like her cutting herself or like a piece of her skin was like and he slipped, and the way he just falls back and his hip is the toilet i just couldn't i was like losing it this is so it was so goofy because it, it looked like something that was just happening in real life it's not intended it doesn't really do anything for like the moment he just slipped in his hip on the toilet like i'm just thinking of all the times she left Sister started doing some freaky shit. I'd be like, "Sorry, listen, Becky, <laughs> you got great, go. you got great tits, but that kid, <laughs> so fucking wrong." Because it was like the TV was going. He turned, and she's like, "Hello, <laughs> I am normal child. <laughs> You're not." <laughs> I don't know. She's like, "I want you to be murdered." And he's like, "I'm a funny kid." <laughs> um, 
Yes. Horror video games. It's a thrill. It's fun. You have to play it. You gotta be that person. You gotta be in it. You don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So thank you, Jeff, for being here. Yeah, of course. It's been a lovely time talking about horror movies and video games and who you murdered in Until Dawn. And who I'm waiting to see murdered. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One yeah. feels a little murderous. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to You know, I've already, already lost half of them. Let's try and to whack off well. the other half. See, yeah. everyone might thinks as well. So. Yeah. Jeff is always whacking off, you know? You ever get <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He's always whacking off and laughing at it. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> you hear that, everyone? <laughs> 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 He's laughing. He's whacking. He's laughing. Okay. That was amazing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna Look at you, Jeff. You're gonna. You that's how you murder people. You did that. <laughs> no. <laughs> So that was Horror Video Games with our lovely guest, Jeffrey. So don't get married, Billy, your kids. And Gabe killed Jess. Bye. No! (laughs) (laughs) There is a murderer. Blackwood Mountain. All you have to fight.